anyways, um, that there is a parallel in the body of Christ. Um, and that is, uh, I think, deep division. <laughs> there is deep division in the body of Christ. And that is a disjointedness. And I think the Lord is like, when you get healed, guess what? The manifestation in the world will also be affected, you know? The deeper, like, um, thing is how disjointed his body is within itself, right? And that, you know, when we look and see what's happening in the world, we go, okay, that's kind of the report card of the church, we are deeply disjointed, divided, and um, we have no idea, no ability to fix these joints, even as he is on the cross and has no ability to put his joints back together. I mean, he's God, right? He could have, but what I'm saying is, you know, that didn't happen on the cross. His joints were pulled out. They stayed out until that resurrected power. Um, so... There is something we need to pull on from heaven that is so supernatural, uh, way beyond our abilities to fix. You know, we can't fix this stuff. It's impossible. It's beyond our abilities to fix. But in Christ, it is possible. And so that's what we need. And I was just thinking just, you know, this verse we all quote, you know, that he has begun a good work and you will be faithful to complete it. You know, we quote that verse. It's such a quotable verse, right? We love that verse. But think about it. It's like when we get to the end of ourselves um, and we get to the point where, God, I can't be what you called me to be. I can't do it. We could come to the end of ourselves and we lay it at his feet, and then we know, oh, but he is faithful. He's going to complete it. Yes, you can't. You know, and it's when we know our nothingness, when, when we put that at his feet and go, I have zero. And the bankruptcy, oh, it's a horrible feeling. It feels horrible, you know, because you're like, I've tried so hard. I want to do these things for you, God. I, I love you, but everything feels like a complete failure. And that's how the cross looked, like a complete failure. When he was dying on the cross, everyone was like, wow, we thought he was going to, like, take over, you know, be the Messiah and boot Rome out and set up his kingdom. What happened? What a miserable failure. (laughs) And that is exactly what it looked like, you know. But for those who had eyes to see, you know, there was a little bit of people who had eyes to see. They may not have understood at all, but they knew who he was. And so they put their trust in him, even in the cross, you know. Even through that, they're like, I don't get this, but I know who you are and I trust you. So I'm going to just suffer this with you. I'm going to be at the foot of the cross and suffer this pain with you and wait and see what you will do. So it's the same for our lives. And I don't know 
if any of you were able to see the episode of The Chosen that came out the other night, or if you've been watching it, if you haven't seen The Chosen, has anybody seen it? I saw the first set. The first episode, okay. So season two is now started, and um, Easter Sunday they had episode one of season two, and then this past week, right, Number two was coming out, I think it was, I don't know, it was a couple days ago. Anyways, um, turns out they released two episodes that night by surprise. They released one and they said, guess what, we got another one for you right now. And it was a surprise, boom. So they actually have three episodes out. Well, the second episode, I'm not going to spoil all of it for you. (laughs) I won't because you have to watch it. It's so powerful. Yes. Start from the first season and just watch them in order. They're only they only go about forty five minutes each episode, mm-hmm. and they're you feel like you've encountered Jesus. They're wow. so powerful, like you just want to just meditate on what you just saw because it's so moving, um, so well done. But this episode two of season two was the time when Jesus encountered Nathaniel which is John chapter 1, you know, and he said, I saw you under that fig tree, Nathaniel. You know, I know who you are. You're a true Israelite in whom there is no guile, you know. Like we kind of know that passage, and he's like, what? How do you know me, you know? Well, they brought that out, that encounter, and um, of course, they make up a little story that goes around that, right, that we don't have in the Bible, but it could have been something like this, you know. So they have that and how Nathaniel was just at his end, you know. He was, like, trying to do so much for God, you know, and just got so, like, gave up, basically. Like, I can't do it, you know. I'm a failure. <laughs> Everything I tried. God, do you even see me, you know. And... um so when he said, I saw you under that fig tree, you know, and we all have that story somehow. I feel like we can all relate to that in some way. You know, we're all kind of Nathaniel and, and we're like, we get to these places where we realize we can't do it. We have great aspirations. He put those in our hearts, his desires, his aspirations he puts in it. And they're, they're very um, beyond us. Because that's who he is. It's him working through us. We can't do it. But him through us. All things are possible. But when we try to carry out our calling. We see how weak and nothing we are. And then we realize. I can't do it. Lord how can I? And what do I do? Because I can't do it. You know. And so. He just wants us all to get to the end of ourselves because that is the place where he's like, ah, now I have you where I want you to be. And anyways, so in these episodes, it's really funny because the director, Dallas Jenkins, he always talks, you know, at the beginning or at the end, right? He always wants to give commentary. And and so it's kind of annoying in a way because... You're like savoring the show, you know, like you're like in this meditative place. And then he's like, blah, 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 right? And you want to just like turn him off, you know. <laughs> but 
we actually listened to him for a while, right? He goes, don't, don't turn this off. Don't turn this off, you know? He's like speaking right to us and we're cracking up. You know, he goes, just listen to me right now. I have something I really, really want to share with you. You know, we're like, so we're listening to him and he does share some really cool things. You know, like a testimony that was amazing. And then he shares how his story is that of Nathaniel, you know. And he shares like his own personal testimony of how he came to the end of himself and was just like so at the bottom, like tried to be this filmmaker you know and everything failed you know miserably and and you know I mean so came to the end and now the Lord's like good here I have you boom you know and this thing is exploding you know globally (laughs) going way beyond anything he could ever any of them ever imagine so it's just so powerful and um anyways you get through all of his commentary, which we actually listen to, which we usually don't, you know, get to the end and he goes, guess what? I have a surprise for you. I'm giving you episode three right now. (laughs) And we're all like, what? (laughs) So we couldn't believe it. So we got to see another whole episode and he's only for those who stuck it out, you know, through listening to him. So you have to see him, watch them all. You can download the app. The Chosen and everything's available on there and um, for season one you can see them all on YouTube um, after a while they might not be on YouTube and Facebook anymore but you can always access access them on the app now so that's kind of important to know because I think that this third episode is the last one they're going to do that way and then I think you have to have the app mm-hmm. I don't know why they're doing that but that yeah the app is free, and you can hook up with your technical. You can hook up your phone somehow to your TV and yes. <laughs> watch it, you know, on the big screen or whatever. So, um, or you can watch it on your little phone. <laughs> but, yeah, get the app. Um, so, anyways, I feel encouraged that the Lord, you know, he promises that the work he began in us, he is going to complete it. And that it's okay when we get so at the bottom in the place of desperation, in the place where we can't do it, because he really wants us to get there. And, um, you know, even that is very involuntary because none of us wants to get to the bottom or to the end of ourselves. We want to keep trying and thinking, no, we can do this. I've got this, you know. It's like, actually, we don't have it, but... (laughs) um, the Lord helps us get there, you know, and the body of Christ is going to be unified. And it's not going to be because we did a service with our, you know, with this other denomination over there that we disagree with. And we, you know, said, I'm sorry. And then we had this little thing service. And no, that does not heal the deep fissures. It does something. But it's kind of a band-aid. It's not deeply unified body of Christ, right? God's going to do it. It's going to be the Lord. And so we just have to know that. That Can you imagine what is in our future and what's going to happen? 
Like it's going to be seriously beyond everything we could possibly think or even imagine his great power towards us is going to be released. And it will be beyond anything that we, you know, could possibly imagine. That's what his word says. He's going to do that. And so we can take those verses personally. We can take them corporately, you know, globally, like he's going to do all of this. And our part is to be in partnership with him, to be partakers of the divine nature, to just to go, okay, Lord, and just, I think, you know, it's a slow process, but we get detached from this world and we become attached to him. And that is, you know, that's the process that we all have to go through, our detachment here and our uh, greater and greater attachment and allegiance to him. The man Jesus. You know, and that, it's, it's a bride, bridegroom love, love story. You know, it takes time. You don't just meet someone and go, let's get married, you know. And there's a process. There's a process of leaving your father and mother and becoming one with someone else, you know. That is a process, and it, it's a painful process, right? It's joyful and awesome, but it's also painful, because it's, it's like there's so many things you need to detach from your old life, right? And you have a new life now with your spouse, you know? And, um, you know, there's a lot of rubbing and buffing that goes on in that. It's the fire of God, right? If, <laughs> those fires of the Lord, you know, to work out His nature in us, you know? Like, okay, now you can see how truly impatient you are you know now that you're living with someone you know whatever we all know that places but um so we can trust in God to fully accomplish and you know in terms of the prayer room and I'll close this up um I wrestled through that you know just being a leader here too because um it feels at times like my child or like a weight like I have this responsibility or this weight of responsibility and I'm like Lord I can't do it you know I'm not good at this or whatever you know how we feel as parents it's like that and the Lord's like don't you're not meant to carry that you know take my yoke on me (laughs) you know is what he's saying you know lean on me let 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 you just follow me basically And let me take care of the rest. My yoke is easy. You know, I'm not asking you to carry anything that I'm not carrying. Just take my yoke on. And it's like, okay, and Lord, you're going to do what you want to do. You know, my responsibility, and I think each of ours, whatever our sphere is, is to follow him. And we know that. We read it in the word, but it truly is. It's like, love the Lord with all your heart. You know, follow him. Seek him first. And then everything else lines up. Just seek him first. And um, there's so many scriptures that talk about the global prayer movement. You know, that this is what he's doing in the earth. Everyone's going to be praying. <laughs> At the end, we're all going to be in unity praying. The bride, the spirit and the bride will cry out, come Lord Jesus. And so... There is going to be a global prayer movement far eclipsing anything we can possibly imagine. We're just at the very beginnings of it. 
And he's saying, oh, but I love these beginnings. Don't despise the day of small things, Zechariah 4, in the context of building the prayer room. That's what he says. Don't despise the day of small things because I am go- I, this is what I am doing. I am building prayer in the earth and all of my people will be attached to me praying. And that is unity. If we're all in that place, we are in unity, you know? So um, we can be sure that none of this is a mistake, you know? The fact that we have this prayer room, the fact that we've been praying 15 years, you know? The fact that our prayer room in weakness planted another prayer room. How does that happen, you know? That's only the Lord. <laughs> that just doesn't happen, you know? And, and the Lord doing what he's doing in Sacramento, which is equally astounding, you know? Um, and so we can expect, you know, that's just this, this little, you know, um, little transplant, little growth, and yet, whoa, that's powerful, you know? That was just a multiplication that happened. Now, many more people are being reached right now. And um, what else is going to happen? So he's going to bring maturity to all of these little prayer rooms, and they're going to plant many more prayer rooms. And it's going to all have to do with loving him with all of our heart and us just obeying him and following him, even though we can't do it. So when he calls the weakest of us to go plant a prayer room, yes, <laughs> tremble and obey. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the kind of thing that it's going to be. And, and, and there's going to be many reasons that we argue with him. But Lord, I'm not this or I'm not that. Believe me, I've been going through that. I don't have this gift or I don't have that gift or I'm not, you know, qualified because of this or because of that. And the Lord's like, you got me. What else do you need? Go. (laughs) And so um, we just have to be faithful and not quit. Because really the only thing that we can do that would hinder things is us disobeying (laughs) and saying no. And disqualifying ourselves, which is the constant temptation, is that the enemy is always there trying to make you believe that this is all a mistake, you are not the right person, and you need to disqualify yourself. And so if we come into agreement with the enemy, that's where we get in trouble. But we disagree with the enemy, even though we don't know how God's going to do it, you know? And then we go, okay, Lord. And so our yes to him is very important, (laughs) that we keep saying yes and that we keep obeying. That's our part. And that we do not disqualify ourselves, even though we can think of many reasons because we're hearing them constantly. Many reasons to disqualify ourselves, but those aren't from the Lord. So we need to reject that and not listen to that. So... um, Well, let's close up in prayer, and then I'll open it up if any of you have a thought or a reflection. Um, Lord, we just thank you uh, for this morning, God, for what you're teaching us, that you who have begun a good work in us will be faithful to complete it. 
Lord, and it's you who puts desires in our hearts, the desires that are your heart for us. And you give us these lofty desires, and we don't know what to do with them or how they will ever come about. But God, you're the one who will cause it to come about. We just need to take the next step and say yes to you. And just keep detaching from the world and the spirit of the age and keep attaching to you. And Lord, I pray that we would be faithful to do our part because you will certainly be faithful to do your part. And we ask you for that, God, that you would strengthen us right now in our inner man with divine might. Lord, that we would um, go up in the spirit like Claire sang today and that we would sit in your counsel and that we would just keep saying yes to you. Just keep obeying and we will see you work wonders signs and wonders of doing things that we could never do. We can't put the joints back together, Lord, but you can in resurrected power. And this is what we look forward to, Lord. You will do it, and it will actually be a quick work. And so we thank you, God. We are excited about that, and we thank you for being with us. In Jesus' name, amen.